This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know, non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Write it down. You like writing things down. Write them down. It's like a like a personal contract with ourselves. And hello to the most revolutionary, innovative segment in all of sports media. This is Write That Down, where we put percentages and statistics next to our predictions like idiots every single week. Well, I've heard a lot of it in the last week. When are you guys going to admit you are wrong about Cousins? Well, there's a lot of a lot of stuff coming that. off the board that's wrong about Cousins. Actually, the listeners had a lot of Kirk Cousins stuff come off the board this week. Ooh. So we'll get through that. Mm-hmm. Didn't we have a but? Uh, didn't we all have some predictions about missed games or not missed games for Kirk Cousins? Uh, there was there was there was, so there was a there was one or two in there for sure. Okay, I put these together last night. I can't remember what was all on them so we'll get to uh we'll get to the predictions here we'll get to a quarterback cesspool challenge as well and uh, we appreciate you guys just consuming purple daily like crazy this week i believe it was the the biggest 48 hour stretch since like the nfl draft in terms of just uh audience and obviously when the starting quarterback goes down with a devastating injury we are here to be your therapist so Dang it, uh, that's what we're doing. Joshua Dobbs trades the Vikings yesterday. So all sorts of reaction to the trades. We did a Jaron Hall episode yesterday, too. You can check those out if you missed any of them on the Purple Daily Podcast feeds, Apple, Spotify, and also the YouTube channel. A shout-out to our friends at Quick Trip, Judd Zolgad. Mm-hmm. Quick Trip is uh, on board here for the rest of the season and into 2024, and we love Quick Trip around here. Time for a change of hats, boys. Oh, I look at that. Quick trip hat Let's on. Because I, I can't do Let's the spot okay. without the hat, right? Oh, yeah. Quick trip. Thank you very much. Your one-stop yeah. shopping for, I mean, heck, things from gasoline to the great Karuba coffee to breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Or how, how about this? Quick trip can make you a winner as well in their Gatorade Border Battle sweepstakes. Purchase any Gatorade product with quick rewards to be automatically entered. Chance to win two group cabin suite tickets to the New Year's Eve game between the Vikings and Packers at, obviously, U.S. Bank Stadium. A prize pack includes one-night standard hotel accommodations and a Quick Trip gift card. No purchase necessary. Just see quicktrip.com slash sweepstakes for details. That's quicktrip.com slash sweepstakes for details. And again, thank you to Quick Trip for their support of Purple Daily. Let's get to the accountability session here uh, momentarily after we explain how this works. Three Vikings or football-related predictions from everybody each week. Those are the guidelines here. The predictions must be quantifiable. We keep track of completion percentage and touchdowns. And if you want to be like Mike and participate 
as a guest listener predictor, you can send Declan a message through the Score North app, and we'll get you scheduled here for the upcoming week. So, all right, we'll start with Judd here. You said incorrectly that the Vikings would pick off Jordan Love at least twice in that game on Sunday. I feel like he tried to throw a lot of interceptions, but they only came away with one. Yeah, Josh Metellus, thank you very much. Yeah, felt like more than one. I thought you had this. Great pick. Yeah, I, I saw some speculation he might be benched, actually. Really? So the that Packer vent line ESPN Milwaukee Homer. guy was Homer. That's correct. Homer might be right. You said within the first eight games of the season, oh. the Vikings would have a flea flicker that goes oh. for a touchdown. Kevin, Kevin, Kevin. <laughs> How are you not calling a, a flea flicker in the first yeah. two months of the season? What is wrong with you as a play caller, KOC? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, how much fun would that be? Like I that's love a, a flea flicker. That's an indel- that's that's a highlight you never forget too. Oh yeah. Yeah, like how many times have you seen a flea flicker not go for a 50-yard touchdown, you know? But when it does, how often have you forgotten about it? Uh-uh, no, I'm saying on. how often have you seen yeah. it not go for a 50-yard yeah. touchdown? Right, right. And you never forget it. And my point is you go in the front yard and try and simulate it with your buddies. Yeah, see, we're giving you free advice here, KOC. Okay. Come on now. Uh you did say the Vikings would get their first rushing touchdown of the season against the Packers. And they did. Cam Akers, <laughs> congratulations. All right, Macadac had a bad week here. Hey. I said, you guys call me a Kirk hater. I said Kirk would have his first fourth quarter comeback against the Packers. I said Kirk would be top five in MVP odds at some point before November 1st. That's What's a bad funny beat. is he may have actually been if he would yep. have polished that game off. That's a bad beat <laughs> for you. Damn. I said the Jets would be under 500 heading into week 10. That is now mathematically impossible. And I said Jordan Love, I also said, would throw at least two interceptions in his first game against the Vikings. He tried like hell. Couldn't finish the job. Uh, Okay, listeners had a really busy week here. We're going to go through some of these. Our guy Cody Finch from Finch Home Solutions said TJ Hawkinson would have 100 yards and a touchdown against Green Bay. He had like 89 yards and a touchdown. Cody said uh, Kirk Cousins would have 300-plus and a tud against Green Bay. He was headed there. He was headed there. Uh, Brandon said Cousins would throw exactly 42 touchdowns in 2023. Another Cody had a parlay saying Cousins would have a career year in QBR, which was like his, I think it was like his third best QBR so far. Touchdowns, and he'd have at least 65% completions. The touchdowns, obviously... uh, Tough, tough in only eight games, so that comes off the board. Brock said Cousins would get at least an MVP vote. Layton said Cousins will run for more yards than Thielen has targets. Jason said Cousins will be traded before the deadline. And Alex said Cousins would have his worst statistical season by touchdowns, completion percentage, sacks, and interceptions. Well, his completion percentage, this was almost a backdoor, but the completion percentage was almost 70%, which is not his worst. Did Jason make this prediction in 2022? Because it does say Cousins will be traded before the deadline next season. Uh, Yes. Okay. Yep. Yeah, this one's from uh, before. It was from like 2022, I think, like at the end of the season, if I recall my spreadsheet correctly. Gotcha. Brady said Cousins will have three or fewer game-winning drives in 2023. (laughs) There's some back doors here. Henry said Cousins would not throw for 4,000 yards in 
Oh, nice, Henry. And then these are touchdowns here. Patrick said Cousins will miss two or more games due to injury, which he never has. Mm -hmm. And Austin said Jaron Hall, as the third-string rookie quarterback at the time of this prediction, would get snaps in 2023. That's also, that was unlikely to happen. With a durable starting quarterback and Nick Mullins as the backup, so that's a touchdown. Mm -hmm. So all in all, pretty good week for the listeners there. Declan, not so much. You said the Vikings would have a rushing touchdown of at least 25 yards against Green Bay. Are you disputing one of these? Yep. Go ahead. Keep going, okay. though. said Cam Akers will have more touches and targets than Madison against the Packers. Vikings would blitz Jordan Love on at least 70% of dropbacks. It was 60% according to PFF. Yeah, looking for that. Couldn't find it. And the Vikings will acquire at least two 2024 draft picks between now and the NFL deadline. This is the one you're probably contesting. So they picked up a sixth in the Ezra Cleveland trade. Yep. But I believe they have, they didn't, I don't think they got picks back in the Dobbs trade. According to the NFL wire, they did. If, if you go to the trade, it says Vikings acquire a seventh round pick and Joshua Dobbs. Okay. Now it is conditional. So I, I won't completely argue if you want to leave this on the board until the draft. So what is, because the Vikings press release basically, said, I don't know if like the language was butchered, but the Vikings press release said a sixth and a seventh conditional for Dobbs. Do you have like language that we can lean on here? Yes, I can. Let's just, let's, let's read before we move on here. One second. I and then saw... like the Justina Anderson report was also weird. It was like the Vikings right. swap sixth and seventh round picks for Josh Dobbs. Yep. What is, does that mean they swapped sixth and seventh? Or did they trade a sixth and a seventh conditional for Dobbs? I'm pulling up the spreadsheet here, too. Seventh round pick the Cardinals sent to the Vikings with Joshua Dobbs is the pick that was originated from the Falcons. I mean, that, that's just from the okay. pick. But hold on, I'm looking at Aaron. Okay, on Aaron Wilson, today's NFL trades, he has like a screenshot of all the transactions that were sent on this day. I'm looking at this, and I can even put it on the screen or send it to you guys if I want to. But Arizona trades Joshua Dobbs, quarterback, and a selection choice of the seventh round in 2024, and Minnesota trades their sixth round selection. So Okay, we're going we're gonna to give this to you. Okay. Unless Judd wants to fight it. We have clarity. No, I, I thought I did think it was I thought it was conditional, though. So that that's where I'd be confused as far as what it means. Uh, if Dobbs doesn't play, does that kill the pick? The, or if Dobbs plays X amount? Yeah, and we haven't heard the conditions yet. I mean, I I think we should take it off the board and just wait to wait to get the official okay. con- conditions because it eventually will pay itself off. We'll find out. OK, all right, let's take it off here. That's a good call. We can just wait and see if uh, okay. let's wait and see if the conditions met. Okay. okay. Yeah, because there's we'll a chance. Hilarious. We'll take. What? 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 What was? Do we know the condition either? Was it like a certain amount? That's of the thing. We don't know the condition. No idea. It's pro- It probably has to do with Dobbs playing or not playing. But conditions are we, tough. Conditions are tough. We don't. Know. Know. That's what the samples. That's what the samples. I didn't kill my wife. And you got and dude, you got screwed because Acres, I think, in the first half was tracking for you to oh, be right. The, and I then know, Madison know, in the second half, the, yeah, he turned tough. into yeah, what the hell? Earl Campbell as far as his, his workload. Tough scene. So with that, Declan's actually at 36.6% completions for the year. Judd's at 34.5%. i am down to 32%. Listeners at 243 
Listeners did tack on two more touchdowns to get to five. Judd leads in touchdowns with nine to Declan's eight to my seven. All time, Declan 35.5% completions. Judd just under 35. I'm just over 32. Listeners at 23. I have a big touchdown lead with 40. The listeners jumped into second place in touchdowns with 32 over Declan's 31 to Judd's 27. So there we go. All right. Let's get our guy Mike in here. So Mike... I believe you're so you're not even really a Vikings fan, right? You're you're like a no. you're like a Kirk Cousins fan that gravitated <laughs> from the Commanders. Yeah, I'm, I've been a Commanders fan um, just because my grandpa is, but the rest of my family's all Vikings fans. All three of my roommates are Vikings fans, so I do consume a lot of Vikings games and Vikings news and stuff. And I mean, I watch pretty much any content you guys put out, so I do you know consume a lot of Vikings news in that sense. So. Um, I I don't know. I mean, I I root for Kirk a lot because I liked him in Washington. And it was hard to root for him at the time because he kind of replaced our guy, RG3, at the time. And it was yeah. tougher to root for him. But when he went to Minnesota, like, you know, I was always a Kirk supporter. I, I, I like what he does. And it was sad to see him get hurt, too. So, Do you think, uh, yeah, what do you think his future? He's going to be 36 years old, coming off Achilles <sighs> tendon surgery. Do you, do you think well, he comes back and plays at a high level? I think he, I think he can just because I don't know that, you know, for guys like him and Rogers that don't lie on the off schedule plays as part of like a big part of their game. I think that it's easier for them to maybe come back from, you know, injuries like that. Maybe not easier, but it's easier for them to, you know, keep that level of performance that they had before. And so, yeah, I, I think that he'll come back and, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if the Vikings bring him back on like a one-year, you know, prove-it deal. Maybe not for as much money as he wanted before, but um, I've been telling all my roommates, you know, they're they're like distraught over the Kirk injury and everything. And I've been telling them, I'm like, you know, I don't want to like, maybe it's too soon to say, but I, I feel like it's sort of a blessing in disguise for the Vikings. It's sort of a free pass. Like you get to move on. You KOC and Kwesi get to get their guy now maybe in the draft. and. You know, I think that secretly KOC kind of wants his guy too. So I don't know. I, I think it's sort of a blessing in disguise. Maybe that's too soon to say to Vikings fans in a sense, but I don't know. That That's just how I feel. Yeah. I mean, KOC yesterday, he kind of poured his heart out at the podium. Yeah. He was asked, do you want Kirk back? And he said, I think everyone knows how I feel. I love, he goes, everything we've built here, Kirk was having the best season of his career. I think Kevin feels some some ownership of that too because it's the first head coaching job he's had. He's kind of brought Kirk to a new level, and it's it's been a really good partnership. 13 wins, eight fourth-quarter comebacks, three straight wins, digging out of a hole here and whatever else they were going to do. So, I mean, Kevin made it really clear. There's a lot of factors in play, but he does want Kirk Cousins back after the season. Yeah. Could I, Jaron Hall, though, step in and become the Kirk Cousins? <laughs> or Josh From Dobbs, Washington. Dude. Josh Dobbs. Yeah. Although he's a free agent, so I do think that your your best point is though that this is going to be really intriguing now to watch what KOC can do with a different style too. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, one of my predictions is actually based on that. I know that I listened to one of the Purple Daily you know podcasts you guys have had recently, and I think Phil, you made the point about um, how it'll be interesting to see like how his style changes with like a Jaron Hall or a more mobile quarterback. And maybe, you know, some of the RPO or, or stuff that they can do now and see kind of how the offense, I don't know, changes a little bit. It'll be interesting to see for sure. 
All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. So, well, let's, uh, without further ado, get to Mike here for his first prediction. We'll make three trips around the room, gentlemen. Write this down. Starting with Mike. Go ahead. You're under center, yeah. sir. So, uh, first prediction, basically just off the, you know, point I just said, write that down. Uh, Josh Dobbs, whenever he does start for the Vikings, he has 258 rushing yards on the season. I said he will surpass 600 rushing yards by the end of the year. Ooh. Okay. I like it. Yeah, I think that I, I think that KOC is excited to have a more mobile quarterback. You know, he's not the most talented guy, but I think there will be some different things they do there. Did you see the the stat from StatMuse on social media yesterday? So there are three quarterbacks in the NFL this year with at least 1,500 passing yards and 250 rush yards. Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson, and new Viking starting quarterback, potentially. We'll see how Jaron Hall does this weekend. Joshua Dobbs. That's right. Yeah, that's- That'll be interesting. <laughs> if those are the only two stats that you measure quarterback performance by, then the Vikings yeah. uh, are doing pretty well. All right, uh, Judd, what's your first prediction? I think the one thing we all can agree on is if the Vikings are going to have any success starts on Sunday against the Falcons, the run game as a whole entity is going to have to be effective. It's been it's been bad. And with Kirk in there, you know, you could throw the ball and get by and won three consecutive games, but write this down. The Vikings will rush for 100 or more yards as a team on Sunday in Atlanta. So I think they've done it twice. Yes. They they did it in back-to-back games, Carolina. And then the next game, I think they did rush for 100 yards as a team, but they're going to have to run. And Jared Hall is almost certainly going to at times take off. He might take off because he panics, but I don't care. That's They're going to have to run. Go get more. a first down. Yeah. So yes. <laughs> so so this will be the third time the Vikings run for 100 or more yards. Got it. Okay. Dex. All right. Write uh, this down. Yeah, I'm going to make a similar prediction. Write this down. Jaron Hall will rush for at least 25 yards against the Falcons. He will rush for at least 25 yards against the Falcons. Write it down. Okay. Okay. Just Write this around down. a little bit. Okay. Write this down. I know Dobbs isn't going to start this weekend, but I think they brought him in looking to put him in as the starter at some point. So Joshua Dobbs, it's kind of a parlay in that he's, I'm saying he's going to start a game at some point. He will have a fourth quarter comeback for the Vikings at some point this season. Joshua Dobbs, I'm going to include postseason on that too. Joshua Dobbs will have a fourth quarter comeback at some point this regular season or postseason for the Minnesota Vikings. He's got a knack for NFC championship player for Say it. <laughs> NFC Championship game. Oh. Write this down. You guys got me back? We yep. got him back. You got him okay, back. There okay. you go. All right, we're back to Mike here. All right. Uh, my next prediction is for this Sunday. I have Jaron Hall will throw 25 times or less on Sunday. 25 times or less. So they're probably not going to yeah, come out there like they do with Kirk and yeah. say, all right, 46 throws, please put the team on your back. Yeah. But it'll be really interesting, though, if they can't get the running game going. And that's been the thing with Kirk this year. It's like, ah, the running game, we got to show a run just to activate the play action. But, okay, we can't run the ball, so Kirk, you're going to throw 47 times or whatever, yeah. 42 times. 
I don't think you can put that on Jaron Hall. Write this down. We'll see what happens. Judd? Jaron Hall's uh, passing game on Sunday, all about probably at least starting out trying to get comfortable and looking for your safety blankets. Therefore, you can write this down. His first completion will be to TJ Hawkinson. Mm -hmm. A big, (laughs) stout target there. Um, I think they're going to try and get him confident. So I don't think they're going to take like a downfield shot initially like Kirk might have. So TJ Hawkinson will catch Jaron Hall's first pass on Sunday in Atlanta, Declan. Okay. I have a very similar prediction. Uh, So write this down. TJ Hawkinson will be the most targeted non-running back by the Vikings on uh, TJ Hawkinson will be the most targeted non-running back for Jaron Hall against the Falcons. So, like, running okay. back's excluded because he's probably going to check down a ton. But I'm going to say of all the wide receivers, per se, and tight ends, he will be the most targeted of that group. So TJ Hawks will be the most targeted non-running back for the Vikings against the Falcons. Okay. You guys, Write it down. You like no writing faith. things down. No faith in Jaron Hall. Oh, this rinky no, dinky down. Ding, we're trying to get him no, comfortable. comfortable. We're trying to get him comfortable. We're, in, we're yeah. inside I'm Kalos, the most on Jaron Hall. Come on. No, you're not. No, you're not. Because oh, while well, you guys are getting him comfortable with us underneath crabs, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Jaron Hall, write this down. We'll complete a pass of 40 yards or more against the Falcons. Okay. Yeah. You can get him comfortable. Okay. A little bit. Maybe I'm set the defense up. I'm I trying to jo- win a football I got game Jordan here. Addison. I got KJ yeah, Osborne. Somebody yeah. down the field. Yeah, I can okay? see that. Brandon Powell. I don't know if he can go that far down the field, but we'll see. So a 40-yard pass or more for Jaron Hall. <laughs> He's just going to fall down after 25 yards. Can't <laughs> do it, man. more like an underneath guy. You know, more like an underneath Write guy. Write it down. Go, like Brandon, go. Down. Careful with that one. Um, oh, good, point. good point. Thank you. <laughs> you don't want to – don't, don't make it political here, Judge. Don't make it political. Yeah, you know what, Brandon? <laughs> uh, back to Mike for your third and final prediction. Uh, so I was watching the McAfee show yesterday, and Aaron Rodgers was on talking about Kirk Cousins and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of had the thought, and then I decided to turn it into a prediction. Um, Kirk Cousins will appear on the Pat McAfee show before the end of the NFL regular season. Yeah, dude, that's a great one. Dude, that might happen this week. That's yeah, awesome. He had surgery this morning, by the way, successful surgery he had this morning or yesterday. So how about Kirk with, uh, like, some laughing gas? Wouldn't that be kind of fun? <laughs> Silly Kirk on the Pat Silly McAfee Kirk. show. <laughs> Oh God! Oh, amazing. So, well, that was a uh, wow. Three really good quality predictions yeah. from uh, from Mike here. Since you've got this life changing platform, Mike, is there anyone in your life you'd like to thank that helped bring you to this peak moment? Uh, I'd like to thank uh, Declan for sending out the tweet this morning and me responding to it to get on the show. I'm always excited to get on and talk to you guys, and you know, consume all the content. Uh, the everything's on now. The flagrant howls. You know, the Judd's hockey show. Um, even the twin show is still going. I appreciate all, all that you guys do, you know, for us to consume the content, you guys do an awesome job. And, um, yeah, just thank you to you guys. Like, honestly, it's awesome what, what you guys do and I love it. So thank you. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate your kind words. Great work with your predictions. Good luck. And we'll definitely see you again sometime on one of these shows, right? Great stuff there. Uh, before we keep pushing ahead here with our final predictions and our quarterback, Cesspool challenge. Let's shout out our friends at Underdog Fantasy here. Declan was teasing uh, a big slip here. Oh. So, uh, my goodness. Look at Nick here. Five picks. 
oh. or five thousand. Nice. Wow! Look Whoa. at yeah. this guy. So you'll you'll also notice there's like these little chili pepper logos next to the prop, and Underdog Fantasy will sometimes even reward you for extra picks here. So like, hey, if Jordan Addison catches a touchdown. I put a little chili pepper on. Let's give you a little extra more of a normal boost for you. Yes. So a little five item. Look at all these touchdowns he got from Addison wow. to Hawkinson to uh, to George Pickens, Devonta Smith. A uh, lot of great options here at Underdog Fancy. Bravo to Nick. And if you want to join with Underdog Fancy, promo code SCORE, S-K-O-R. Uh, they'll match your first deposit up to 100 bucks. We love seeing these winning slips. So send me an email. Tweet me your winning slips at Underdog Fantasy. We appreciate them. And go download and get in on the fun at Underdog Fantasy. Boy, cheers to that one. How about uh, how about a cheers with a surly before I die lager mm. for for that nice weekend Nick, for Nick there. Here you go, nice Nick. Job. Nick, I'm gonna hand you the beer through the screen. Great job. Exactly right. Before you know what? Kirk Cousins might be out, but the mission doesn't end there. The mission continues. And the mission, of course, is before we die, before I, I die, that this team is going to win a Super Bowl. And look, you know what? Draft position, you never know. This is a really exciting time, which makes it an exciting time to celebrate as well and enjoy Before I Die from our friends at, of course, Surly Brewing. And you know what? Try a Furious, a Logic Bomb. I could go down the list of delicious beers, but no matter what you try, show us your cans on X, Twitter, I don't know, whatever you want to call it, at Jay Zolgad, at Score North. We always want to see the Surly beer that you are sipping on no matter what it is. That's right. Hey, our dogs aren't old enough to drink. Well, Judd's, Judd's, Judd's might be. Stella's, Stella. Stella. Stella's got I've some wine. Stella. I've seen Stella. She's got the wine with mom right now. Yep. But they are definitely old enough to eat and enjoy Nutrisource Foods, which is the official dog and pet food here of Purple Daily and Score North, guys. It, look at Stella's right there. She's got her uh, training re- rewards treats because you know what? She goes outside. She goes outside for one thing, to come back inside and say it's time for my Nutrisource treats. And I'm guessing, look at the Vinster. Such a good such boy a there, just waiting boy. patiently. Proper boy. Such look a proper that. gentleman, just waiting waiting for his Nutrisource treats. You know, he'll watch some of the game with me. That's where he is on the – I think I took this during the Vikings game uh, on Sunday pre-Kirk injury. And uh, I had a little Nutrisource bag in front of me, and I said, hey, Want a treat? He crosses his arms. It's what he does. He's a very, uh, very intelligent dog sometimes, and he looks proper when he does it. <laughs> very intelligent dog sometimes. sometimes. That's how I would describe my. Look attitude. at those paws, though. That's like very, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's being a good boy. Okay, NutrisourcePetFoods.com to find a Nutrisource retailer near you. Final trip around the room. We'll get to a quarterback cesspool challenge. Write this down as well, Judd. All right, so um, Jaron Hall obviously slated to start on Sunday. I'm not buying that they're going to, unless he plays great, like that, which if that transpires, that's great. But um, I'm not buying that the plan is to start him long-term. So write this down a week from Sunday, I believe it's November 12th when the Vikings play host to the saints at uh, us bank stadium, Joshua Dobbs will be the starting quarterback. Okay. I'm also not buying that Nick Mullins is right around the corner from returning because i think if he was you probably don't make this trade so yeah i think i think dobbs is the odds on i I think right now it's fair to say joshua dobbs is the odds on favorite to start that saints game so write that down yeah that's yeah it's like because you you could have easily just if you really felt confident in jaron hall and maybe they'll change after sunday maybe he balls out against the, the falcons 
you could have grabbed Colt McCoy. You didn't have to give up like draft positioning. So it's not much. It's like apparently it's like a six. But you didn't need to make a trade. But like, yeah, you could have. There's guys out there. You could have brought in a Carson Wentz or something. But now, now Carson Wentz might actually have a standard for how much money he wants to make. Colt McCoy wouldn't. Keep keep that standard up, Carson Wentz. Let's 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 get to a bar where you (laughs) want when when you want to come back. Carson Wentz is admirable. I really enjoy it. Congrats, Carson Wentz. But Colt McCoy, yes, he he could have stood with a clipboard and made. I don't know what's what's the go- going rate for being a backup for one game. Oh, for a, for a game for a game hundred grand maybe yeah, for probably. like for him it'd be like a veteran's minimum probably okay. so maybe like but yes hundred grand or something. I think Dobbs starts. So um, okay, over to Declan for your third and final. Write this down. All right, last one for me. I'm gonna lock in and spoil a purple props pick. Right now the Vikings are five and a half point dogs to the Falcons, and I know they're starting a rookie quarterback, but. I think the Vikings cover that spread. I think they cover that spread. So Vikings cover the five, the five and, and a half, half against ATL. Yep, I'm gonna lock that in. You might not be spoiling because they that spread might change between now and Saturday. I want to lock so it in now. You're, you're locking it in on Wednesday, mm-hmm. getting in early. So okay, write this down. I'm gonna go kind of long term. Write this down with this one. But between now and the start of training camp 2024, there will be a credible report or story that Kirk Cousins has discussed or consulted with Aaron Rodgers about his Achilles tendon recovery. So it will be, it will be confirmed in some way. Maybe I can say that. Like, it'll be confirmed or reported that Kirk Cousins consulted or spoke with Aaron Rodgers about his Achilles tendon recovery. And he mentioned okay, that. So that the, he, yeah. He talked, so, so Rodgers talked about that he talked to Cousins on McAfee about it, right? Oh, they've already talked. I missed that. Hold on. He he uh, he was soliciting advice to Kirk if he I believe wants it. I don't know if he I don't know if he Hold said that. He Hold on a second. So I did not see this interview yet. I, so you I, tell I, me. I saw I jumped in halfway through and he mentioned how he also like felt bad for Kirk cuz he said people were dogging him all season and KOC, even through KOC's name in there. Um that I believe he said he talked to him. Offer. I didn't know if he actually talked to him. They though. talked. They did talk. I'm, I'm okay. looking at stories okay. right here. Okay, they talked. Um, all right, including so this has to, all right, this has to come up. Including yeah, Rogers yeah. reveals conversations conversation with cousins to McAfee. Oh, okay. okay, so they've talked. So I can't I can't make that prediction then because it's already it's already happened. Okay, he contacted him. Okay. Um, where do I want to go then? Okay, write this down. Write this down. Write this down. Kirk Cousins. Will so here one thing we talked about yesterday was would he sign a contract like first wave of free agency when the money's there, or would teams want to see how it progresses through the summer, which is what happens sometimes, guys, right? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say this Kirk Cousins will sign a contract before the end of March. So he'll be like very much in the middle of his recovery. Really okay. nowhere near coming back. Interesting. It's not a touchdown or anything, but I'm saying he will sign right. a contract mm-hmm. yeah. uh, before the end of March. I would say probably with the Vikings or right. the 49ers. They're probably yep. the one two teams. So write it down. Write it down. Uh, and those are the write that down predictions. I think for tomorrow, we'll get to a quarterback cesspool challenge here, but we should do a deeper dive. We've got state of the offense tomorrow, but with KOC's comments yesterday about wanting Kirk Cousins back and 
you know, the Vikings traded for Dobbs, but he's a free agent too at the end of the year. Like, let's say he balls out. He could easily just like leverage that to go sign somewhere for $20 million. You know, maybe the Viking, maybe it's a Geno Smith situation too, where like, oh, this guy surprised us and we're going to give him a shot to be a franchise quarterback. But we should do a deeper dive into like the future of Kirk Cousins as the Vikings quarterback. Now that the coach is on the record saying, I want him back. He's going to sure. be healthy again at some point for mm-hmm. tomorrow. I like it. Okay. Do it. Let's do it. Good on-air production meeting. Right that was there, very folks. good. Very effective. Mm-hmm. Let's get to a quarterback cesspool challenge here where uh, we oh, celebrate man. bad quarterback play every week in the National Football oh, League. Boy. It's a doozy this week. <laughs> we'll get to the results here. But uh, this is how it works. Each member of the show, it's like a survivor pool, but for bad quarterbacks. So each member of the show can select only a quarterback once per season. So basically, like, if you use that uh, Tyson Badgett guy from the Bears, which I did a couple weeks ago, uh, you can't use him anymore. Mm -hmm. We have to pick different quarterbacks, all three of us, each week, too. So we do a draft based on the reverse order of the week standings. The scoring is just the lowest QBR. If your quarterback doesn't play, you get a default QBR of 50, which is an average score. And here's the results. Declan Goff picking up his fourth consecutive victory. Thank you. After starting slow. Speaking of Tyson Badgett, you had Tyson Badgett last week, 22.9 QBR for the Bears. I had Kenny, uh, or Judd had Kenny Pickett at 39.7 before he was replaced by Mitch Trubisky in that game. Yeah, I wish he allowed himself to play the entire game to drag himself down some more. Yeah. And then I had Sam Howell, who actually played pretty well in that game against the Eagles, a 70 QBR and a bunch of passing yards and some touchdowns. Uh, the worst quarterback of the week in week eight was Jimmy Garoppolo, a coach firing performance of 3.7 QBR. And then Mark Davis cleaned house at like midnight last night. It was the greatest. It was midnight <laughs> and, central. And I don't Fired mean to spoil everybody. you guys. Cause you guys had the first two picks for me and a benching. He is benched this week. He's done. Yep. Who is their backup? Right Brian Hoyer? Aiden O'Connell. Aiden O'Connell. Purdue. To start. Aiden right? O- yeah, that's right. Purdue. Purdue yep. Boilermaker. Yep. He played against the Gophers yeah. like for 18 years. Uh, Dude, there's so many juicy options Dude, this week. This week is insane for yep. for quarterback cesspool challenge. It insane. Really is. It is, man. I'm going to do – I just want to make sure – yeah, Let's really. go to the season standings here, too, by the way. Declan uh, leads with four wins to Judd's two to my two, and now Declan leads the overall season QBR average of 42.6. Judd's at 46.8. I'm at 48.0. So uh, I have the first pick this week because I finished last place. Judd has the second pick, and Declan has the third pick. Declan's had the third pick for, like, the last month and still wins, so... But I'm going to do a Google yeah. search here for one of these quarterbacks because I think I don't think Kyler Murray is starting. He is not. No, Clay, uh, Clayton. It's up in the Toon, air. It's, it's, yeah, Clayton Toon is going to start, but they did say that Kyler is like they they described him now as day to day. I I would love to take Clayton Toon against the Cleveland Browns defense, but if he doesn't play, I don't want to. Get stuck with it. I mean, a 50 could win it, too, you know, if you just sure. pick a quarterback that's That was the way Declan's going, man. I know. I mean, look at that, 22. I, I thought Tyson Badgett had, had a decent uh, game statistically. I didn't realize his uh, QBR was that bad. That's what happens sometimes if, like, you know, maybe it's garbage time or no. whatever. 
So Aiden O'Connell is going to make the start for the Raiders against the Giants, but the Giants are garbage, and they just made a big trade. The Raiders are playing at home. I'm going to roll the dice, guys. I think Do this it. is like the one the one shot of the season where I can select Clayton Toon before Kyler Murray comes back. So Good damn bet. it. And the Cardinals have incentive to like wait another week, lose another game. They should start Clayton Toon <laughs> for a couple games. You know. Well, I think they hate Kyler, and that might be a problem too. Yep. Correct. Yeah. That's a good call. So I'm going to take Clayton Toon. Let's do it. That's a good call. This is a great week. I mean, this is juicy. Um, and I hate to do this to the uh, home team. I, wow. Oh, wow. man. I knew someone but, was wow. going to do this. But when wow. you are Dude. going to give a fifth-round rookie perhaps his only start <laughs> of the season – before I get a bite at the Josh Dobbs apple next week, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump <laughs> on it, Jaron Hall. This is absurd, you, dude. You, you already have the Josh Dobbs apple bitten in week one with a twenty one point six QBR. I did. You're right. Can, now you're here's right. a question on on. So you took Clayton. Says, well, does it does a quarterback's eligibility reset once no, he is sent no. to a new team? No, no I okay. think I'm pun- Yeah, no, I no. think I lost it. <laughs> no. Okay. Because Judd could have had a chance to use three different Vikings quarterbacks this year because he already used Kirk against the Niners. No, you're right. You could have used three different. I mean, yes, Phil and I could use another, could still use the Vikings QB. You could still pick, if you wanted to, you could pick Kirk and just take the 50. (laughs) Toward the end of the season. Oh, my God. If I I, I have a good enough cushion, I'm out of options. That's not a bad beat. Yeah, that's not the worst thing. Have some pride. It's a loophole in the system. That's great. Have some pride. That'd be awesome. Sean Mannion. Sean Mannion. All right. And then he gets inserted into the game and throws five interceptions. (laughs) And then you win anyways. Um, Okay, Declan. All right. I'm going to stick in the same game because Desmond Ritter is not playing for the Falcons this week. Oh, you're going to take him. He's also, he's terrible. He's also bad. So that, that, that doesn't help, but uh, I'm going to take Taylor Heineke. I love me some Taylor Heineke, but I'm going to take him. I, I think I think Flores oh, is going to fluster him, and uh, <laughs> I'm going to take me some Taylor Heineke. Th- these are the quarterbacks, by the way, now that I've had that locked in, that are starting this week in the NFL for the most part. I believe like all of these guys are for sure starting. Taylor Heineke, Aiden O'Connell, Jaron Hall, Gardner Minshew, Clayton yeah. Toon, Tyson Badgett, and Brett Rippon will start if Stafford can't play. Oh, man. Let's go. <laughs> what a and weak you know what? quarterback. Play. The ratings will be fantastic. Oh, yeah. The ratings will still be killer. Yeah. Yes. I love it. By the way, the Vikings just announced some roster moves. Just a couple interesting things here. Chris Reed back to practice now. Really? So he's the 31-year-old. Uh, remember, he started in an emergency center situation last year. And then... Uh, played center, I think, the following week, but he's a guard center. And then they also signed Joan Williams, the cornerback, oh, nice. the six foot three big cornerback. Oh, he's back to the practice squad. Yep, because he he actually played in the game uh, at Soldier Field for the Bears against the Vikings. Yep. So yeah, he's the Bears back. signed he's him back off the practice, the practice squad. squad, so he's back. Okay. Did you guys also you see uh, Taylor Heineke's Halloween costume last night? Yes, for the deer, in the yeah, is, deer in headlights. Yes. <laughs> Pretty yes. genius. So it's a uh, Taylor Heineke dressed as a deer, and then his girlfriend yeah. dressed as headlights. headlights. Yeah, you, you know what headlights that, were. You yes. know what that picture tells you? That picture tells you that that there probably hasn't been a lot of maturity that's occurred since he was drunk and tried to kick in supposedly the yeah. window and probably. ended his chance to yeah. play for the Vikings when he would have got a chance probably to start. Cause that was, if I'm not mistaken, 2016, right? Taylor Heineke does seem like a total bro, right? Yep. Yeah. I would. Just, yep. 
popped collar. I'm still not sure I buy a story. <laughs> I've uh, no, I'm not you know kicking a window. Yeah, really. I think I could. I would knock back some beers with Taylor Heineke. I'm, I'm mostly past oh, that yeah. stage of life for sure. Of, yes. like, of bro and, oh, yeah. and, and those type of dudes. But I, I could. I would knock back some beers with with Taylor Heineke. No problem. Absolutely. No problem. Respo- responsibly, of course, and in moderation, especially if you're looking to lose weight this time of year leading into the oh, holidays, love, Judd. I love what you're saying, Phil, because that is exactly right. And and that comes from that, that guy, guy right drinking there, a Heineke. 40 pounds. You know what? No, no, no. That guy responsible, <laughs> thanks to my friend from Livia Weight Control Centers, who, as I've been talking about for quite some time now, helped me uh, drop uh 40 pounds a couple of years back. And I'm going to tell you right now, we got, I, in fact, I got a story. Uh, we got an email last night from a listener who threw in at the end that his, he and his wife joined this program together and are down collectively, I think, approximately 80 pounds. They've each lost about 40. I'm telling you, this works. And we have stories from folks who have said, we tried it. And guess what? It is effective. And right now, if you join, three months for free. So you get to lose weight three months for free, and you're just getting started on a program that's going to help you get back into all of those clothes that don't fit. This program is effective. This program is, yes, a lifestyle change, but you don't have to change your life. And that's the most important thing. And they're also going to help you keep the weight off. 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A, Livia.com, L-I-V-E-A.com. Become the latest person from the Purple Daily family who finds out exactly what Livia can do for you. Awesome, awesome, awesome. All right, guys, as we press on here through the quarterback unknown wilderness, we've got your backs every single day here on Purple Daily Vikings fans. Daily Vikings Entertainment, we just want the Vikes to win a Super Bowl before we die. We'll talk to you tomorrow.